Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. Come on, Celebration Church. Give the Lord Jesus a big praise in the house. Hallelujah. And while we stand, we want to honour the leaders of this house, Pastor Stovall and Kerry. Come on, we love them in Africa. Pastor Stovall is my daughter's favourite pastor. You better hold on to them because Africa is calling them. Because we know God lives in Africa, amen. Oh, come on, America. God lives in Africa because there's animals in Africa. Hallelujah. Give somebody a high five and say, God's got something special planned for you today in Jesus' name. We only have a couple of moments, but that's all we need. When the Spirit of God comes upon you, you will prophesy and you will be turning to another man. I know you're not in church this morning to play church. You are here today because you are hungry for God. And as we celebrate baptism today, I have a word that will challenge many of you to become the person that I believe God wants you to be, to become everything God knows you can be. My message very simply this morning, Simon, inside you there is a Peter. In Matthew 16, verse 13, the Bible says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, He asked His disciples saying, whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, some Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said to him, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. The greatest revelation to have. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon, but Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And also I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. In the Message Bible, verse 18, quickly, the Bible says, Jesus talking to Peter. He says, and now I'm going to tell you who you really are. You are Peter, a rock. I want to talk to somebody this morning. I want to tell you who you really are. You are a rock, you are not a reed this morning. Imagine being called by Jesus a rock. That is exactly what He did when He looked at Peter. He never saw Peter for who he was. He saw him for who he wants meant to be. So He called him from Simon to be a Peter. We know the word Simon in the Greek means to be a reed. Somebody that is shaken by maybe the storms of life, by the opinion of people. Somebody that is not sure and concrete in their decisions. But Jesus says to Simon, no longer will your name be Simon, but you will be Peter. The word Peter means you will be a rock. You will be a rock just like me. You will be a chip off the old block. You will be a sure thing. You will be a certain thing. You will be a solid foundation. The Aramic word for Peter, Cephas, also is concrete. Think about this beautiful building that you're sitting in today. It is held up by pillars of steel and concrete. 
Jesus comes to Peter and he says, you will be victorious. You will not be a reed tossed to and fro by this life any longer, but you will be a rock. You will be a pillar. You will be a sure thing. You will be a certain thing. You will not be a loser. You will be a winner. Come on, somebody. You will not be a mistake. You will be a miracle. You will not be the tail. You will be the head. You will not be below. You will be above. You will be whoever I say you are to be. Thank God when He looks at us, He doesn't see us the way that people see us. He doesn't see us defined by our mistakes, our failures and our flaws of yesterday. He comes to Peter and He sees who Peter is meant to be. And He begins to call Peter what God created him to be. You will be Peter. You will be a rock. Upon this I will build my church by you becoming everything that I know you can be. Oh, I know people have given up on you. I know people have their opinion about you. But I'm here to tell you today that God also has His opinion about you. That God sees a winner. That God sees a destiny in the making. That God sees an overcomer. That God sees a Peter when He looks at you. Maybe your wife has her concerns about you or your friend at work has his concerns about you. God says you will be a Peter because I don't see you the way people see you. Because when people see a shepherd boy, God sees a king in the making, David. When people see a backslider in the backside of the wilderness, God sees a Moses, a mighty deliverer. When people see the least of the weakest, a Gideon hiding in a wine press, oh come on, God sees a mighty man, a mighty woman, somebody that's gonna do great things for God. When people see a Rahab, a prostitute, a woman that is unclean, God sees the bloodline of the Messiah, the lineage of Christ. God knows that heroes will be born out of that bloodline. When people see a deceiver, Jacob, God sees a prince with God. Come on. When people see a persecutor of the church, God sees a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When Peter sees a Simon, God sees a Peter. When people see a reed, God sees a rock. So many people still act like a reed. Today we're gonna change that. You're not gonna be that reed. You're not gonna be that yo-yo Christian, that up and down Christian. You're not gonna be that person that runs with the reeds, other people's opinions. You're gonna be the rock that God says you are because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, if any man, any woman be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So when God sees you this morning as a young person, God sees you as an overcomer. God sees you as more than a conqueror. God sees you as somebody that's gonna make it in this life. No matter how many times you have fallen, no matter how many times you have given up on yourself, God says, I will never give up on you because you are not a reed, you are a rock. You are not a Simon, you are a Peter. Oh, come on, somebody, give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. I wanna tell you today, there's a, there's a rock on the inside of you and His name is Jesus. I wanna tell you today, you are a sure thing. You are a certain thing. I don't care how bad things are in the natural. God recreated you in Christ. You are a new creature. The Bible says you are complete in Christ. The Bible says you have been perfected, Hebrews chapter 10, by that one offering of Jesus Christ. So stop looking at yourself with the eyes of judgment. Stop beating yourself over the head and begin to see who God says you are. Begin to call yourself how God calls you, that you are a Peter, you are a sure thing. You will be the man that God calls you to be. People talk to people and say, you're gonna be dropped out just like your dad, like your mother. You're not gonna be a washout. 
You're not gonna be a reed shaken by the things of this world. You're not gonna be this weak, inconsistent person. You are going to be the rock that God knows you can be. Think about it this morning. People give up on themselves. So many people born again, forgiven of their sin, still act like a Simon. In South Africa, we used to play a game as children. Simon said, and then everybody did what Simon said. Simon said, let's backslide, then everybody backslides. Simon says, let's not go to church, then everybody doesn't go to church. So Simon says, let's get offended, then people get offended. You are not that person that will be offended by your wife. You're not gonna pick up the offense of your brother. You're not gonna leave the church because somebody else leaves the church. You're not gonna give up on God because other people give up on God. You're not gonna abandon your hopes and your dreams because somebody else abandons their hopes and their dreams. You will not be a Simon. You will be a Peter. In the Oh, come on, in the name of Jesus Christ, you will be everything that God says you can be and more because you are not a slave, you are a son. You are not bound, you are free. You are not in darkness, you are in light. You have the light of God on the inside of you. The greater one lives on the inside of you. So when God sees you, He sees a winner. Not somebody with a bad attitude. That's Simon. I mean, people are saved and they still have a bad attitude. No, not somebody that's broken because Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. Not somebody that's bound by some pet sin because whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Not somebody that is bound by fear, because you now have the Spirit of Christ. You have the Spirit of faith. You are Peter. God says you are Peter. You are blessed. You are no longer forsaken. You are Hephzibah. You are God's delight. You are Beulah. You are beautiful. You are blessed. You cannot be cursed. Come on. You are the head. You cannot be the tail. That's what God says about you this morning. You know, that struggling teenager running with all teenagers, when they go to party, you also party. No, you're not a reed. You're a rock. You're a son. You're a child of God. Jesus died to make you everything that God knows you can be. Because God knows the only way that you will fulfill your destiny is to be who He called you to be, to step into that new identity. Peter, who you are in Christ. Simon, who you are in the flesh. Peter, overcoming and victorious. Simon, the defeatist, old you. Well, today we're gonna bury the old you. I said, today we're gonna put the old you in the water and we're gonna drown the old you until the blue, 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 the old complaining, murmuring, negative you is gone. And the new you is gonna come out. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. If God be for me, who can be against me? I'm a winner, I'm not a loser. In the name of Jesus, oh come on. We're gonna shake, 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 shake. That old Simon off today in the name of Jesus Christ. We're gonna bury him. That old man that is dead, we're gonna bury him and put him where he belongs and we're gonna rise in newness of life and we're gonna be Peter. A little rock, just like Jesus, my big brother. Immovable, unstoppable. Steadfast. Everything God says you can be. And maybe you're sitting here today and you say, but pastor, I believe God for this and things have gone wrong. I've not been exactly what God called me to be. Well, Peter, exactly the same. Think for a moment, although Jesus called Peter to be a rock, called him from Simon to Peter, 
Peter still had some issues, like many people in the church. And today, family, we're gonna bury our issues. Say a good amen. All our emotional issues, all our baggage, we're not gonna drag the old man. We're gonna bury him. We're gonna let go and let God. We're gonna allow the Holy Ghost to turn us into a new man. Take out the heart of stone, give you a heart of flesh. Not by might nor by power, but by the breath of God, by the Spirit of God, come on. So Peter had some issues, although Jesus called him a rock, he still had an anger problem, think about it. Sometimes people are in church and when they leave church in the parking lot, I know not in America, but in South Africa, ushers have to run for their life. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Cause it's like a demon get a hold of people. I just wanna get out of this building. They, they become Simon in an instant. So he asked Peter, they come to arrest Jesus and what does he do? He takes out his sword and he, and he wants to chop the servant of the high priest's ear off. He doesn't aim for his ear, he aims for his head. Fortunately, he misses and he just cuts his ear off. After walking with Jesus for three and a half years? I mean, you thought if you walk with Jesus, you have to become this little pussycat? This little tame kitty, kitty, kitty? No, my brother and my sister, he never came to domesticate you. He came to, 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 to launch you into the destiny that God called you to have. Oh, come on. In the name of Jesus, he called you to be a lion, just like he is a lion this morning. In Jesus' name, to overcome and to dominate in your world. He doesn't come to civilize you, domesticate you, refine you. I mean, I have a personal thing with, with men in the church that lose their masculinity because they think when Jesus comes, they can't be men no more. We should be all testosterone. We shouldn't go to a Xerox machine to see whether we still have a spine. We are now anointed by God. We are now appointed by God. We do not stand back when the enemy comes to, oh, come on a man in this place, say hoorah or amen or something in this place in the name of Jesus Christ. Men don't get offended. Well, I'm hurt. Well, are you a brother? I don't know. I, I, I'm hurt. No, that's Simon. Peter died for the cause of Christ. So Peter had some anger issues. Peter had some pride issues. Everybody will deny you but me, Jesus. And we know he's the one who denied Jesus. I'll never forsake you. I'll give. And when the time comes to give, the old Simon stands up, the stingy old you that holds on to that money, holds on to the offering. We need to be delivered from ourselves. We need to be delivered from the old Simon. So Peter had some issues. Or every now and again, the old Simon comes back in his life. He had a pride issue. And then Peter, this great man, acts the coward. He denies Jesus. A little girl talks to him and suddenly he hides his light under the bushel because you know, we should not shine our light outside of the church. Amen? No. We are the light of the world. We don't shine in here. We shine out there. God needs you out there. God needs you strong out there. Come on. God needs you on fire out there. God needs you a place with the Holy Ghost out there. Oh, come on somebody. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You can be Peter, changed by the power of God from a timid man who denied Christ to a bold preacher who, who died for the cause of Christ. And then of course, Peter totally backslid. Doesn't sound like a rock, but it's not the end of the story because Jesus knew who Peter had to be. So what did he do? Two things. Number one, he prayed for him. 
Remember in the Gospel of Luke, he said, Peter, Satan desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. And when you are converted, strengthen your friends. I want you to know today that Jesus prays for each and every one of you. Hebrews 7, 25, the Bible says, He's able to save to the ends of the earth, seeing that He lives to make intercession. And God answers the prayers of Jesus Christ this morning. He says, you are gonna make it. He says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says, you are a royal priesthood. He says, you're gonna overcome that thing in your life. He says, you're gonna cross the finish line because He who started the work in you will finish the work in your life. You will not be a Simon. You will be a Peter. You will not be a reed. You will be a rock in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, come on, say amen in Jesus' name. And then Jesus went to Peter when he was the furthest away from Jesus. Peter backslid. Peter, this rock. Peter, this sure thing. Like sometimes we get a promise from God and it doesn't happen and we almost have an attitude with God and we say, sure God, where's the sure thing? God says, I've not abandoned you. I've not forsaken you. I gave the promise. I will fulfill the promise. What the locusts have stolen out of your life, I will restore. This will be a year of double and not a year of trouble. I will remove your sighing. I will remove your sorrow. You will not be put to shame because I am your God. I am for you and I am with you. So he comes to Peter. When Peter is fishing all night and Peter catches nothing because Peter has moved again from Peter, the man of God, into Simon, laboring in his own strength. And Jesus comes to him not to judge him, not to condemn him, but he comes to bless him because the Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It's God's grace, God's mercy that gets your attention. When you are in your darkest hellhole, that's when God is gonna come to you and God's gonna give you a vision. God's gonna say to you, I have not abandoned you. You will be the Peter. You will make it. You will overcome. All you have to do is get it back up again in the name of Jesus Christ. Give it another go in Jesus' name. So he blessed Peter as he did in Luke chapter 5. And John recognized it was the Messiah because of the blessing of God, not the judgment, the anger of God. And Peter, I love Peter. He doesn't take off his clothes. He puts on his garment and he jumps into the sea. Some of you are gonna jump into the sea of baptism today. You're gonna die. The old man will be buried today and you are gonna rise in the newness of life. Oh, come on. I know how it is to be, to be bound by sin. There is only life, one life worth living and that is the life of freedom and liberty that comes through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We need to become sick and tired of being sick and tired so we can become the men, the women that God says we can be. So God blesses Peter and he has this conversation with him in John chapter 21. He says, Peter, do you love me more than this? He says, Lord, you know that I love you. We know the words that are being used. For time's sake, I cannot go into them. Jesus comes to him and he says, do you love me the way that you used to love me? Do you love me sacrificially with your agape love the way I love you? And Peter says, Lord, you know that I phileo you. I love you as a friend. I started out as Peter, where I would follow you and do anything for you. But somewhere in the journey of life, I've lost myself again. And Jesus, I've only become fond of you again. He says, Peter, I need you to feed my sheep. He asks him a second time. He says, Peter, Simon, son of Jonah. Notice he calls him who he is. He says, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? Do you love me more than your life? Do you love me more than your business? Do you love me more than your girlfriend? Do you love me more than everything else that is so important in your life? He says, Lord, you know, I've become fond of you. You're a friend. I love you like a friend. I serve you, but I'll serve you on my terms. 
He says, feed my lambs. Then the third time Jesus talks to him, he says, Simon, am I getting this right? Do you only love me like a friend? Peter now grieved. He says, how is it that you ask me now? Do I only love you as a friend? You know all things. And that's the truth here this morning. He knows all things. But he doesn't judge you. He doesn't condemn you. He comes today to touch your heart, to remind you of His plan and His purpose, to remind you of the love that He has for you, that there is nothing that you can do that will make God stop loving you. There is no place you can run where God will not be. David said, if I ascend into the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I dwell on the uttermost parts of the earth, even there your hand shall lead me and guide me. He says, even when I go to the darkest places, the darkness and the light will be both alike unto you. There is nothing that can separate me from you, God. Because when I'm not looking for you, you come looking for me. When I'm not searching for you, you are out searching for me. When I'm not chasing you, God, you are chasing me. You will never leave me. You will never forsake me. You will never abandon me. And that's what I wanna tell you today. I don't care how low you have fallen, how bad things are in your life, how many people have given up on you. God will never give up on you. God will never turn His back on you. He's waiting for you. He's come to you this morning to bring you back, to love you, to tell you that you can make it. You can be that husband. You can be that preacher. You can be that businessman. You can be that man of honour, that man that keeps his word. You can be that wife. You can be that pure, young, moral, virtuous young person in a world filled with perversity. You can be different because when I put my hand upon you, everything in your life will change. You will not be this reed. And when the other reeds in your life appear and they try and take you out of my ways, you will be the rock. You will give confidence to others. You will inspire others. You will be a pillar. You will be concrete. You will be a sure thing. You can bank on it. That's what God says. Being confident in this one thing, that He who began a good work in us will finish that work. He will finish that work in your life. He who started the work. He who saved you by His grace. When you never looked for God, He's the same God yet today that is calling you. Simon, where are you? Adam, where are you hiding? Come back to me. Be Peter. Be the man that I need you to be. Be the woman I need you to be. Give me everything again. Don't have this fond Christianity. You are so blessed to be in this church. You know, I travel the world like your pastor. And I, I, there's one thing I don't do. I don't flirt with people or give compliments for nothing. But you can sense when the presence of God is honored in a place. A lot of people are afraid of God's presence. They're afraid of the Holy Ghost. It's like, let's just have church on man, man, man's level. Let's just have church on man's level. Well, everything on man's level got us in trouble. We need things on God's level. We need things where the Holy Ghost comes. Because when the Holy Ghost comes, it changes everything in a moment, in a moment, in a moment. Because when we go from yeah to yeah, we get fond of the things of God again. We love God on a superficial level. We need to love God, yeah. And that's where Peter missed it. He loved God, yeah, but then he started loving God, yeah, and he got himself in trouble. We have to love God, yeah. And that's what Jesus said to him. He said to me, love me more than anything. You love me more than life. You love me. Give me your heart. Give me your heart so I can do a work in you and then through you. 
Because only as you become Peter can I put the keys of the kingdom of heaven in your hand. That whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose will be loose. But this authority is, is, or, 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 is based in your relationship with me. A relationship of love that leads to submission. Not my will, but your will be done. You see, the Bible says, whoever casts himself upon the, the, the stone will be broken. But one day when that rock falls on people, judgment, it will grind them to powder. Jesus came to Peter as a rock. He looked at Peter and he said, you can be a rock just like me, no matter how reed-like you are, how weak you seem to people. I see you different. I call you different. It's time to answer the call. Do you hear the voice of God? Maybe you don't have much going for you in the natural, but you have God going for you. And if God before you, who can be against you? When God is on your side, you are the majority. Oh, come on, in the name of Jesus. When God is on your side, you are the winner. You are victorious because God is on your side and you are in the majority because you have God on your side. And that's what was wrong in Peter's life. Peter was living his life. He was no longer living his life. I want every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving today. This can be a defining moment in your life where you realize that you've become a Simon again. You've wandered away from your first love. Maybe today if you died, you don't know that you will go to heaven. You read your Bible, you go to church, but you have no relationship with God. Maybe at some time you served God, but as the prodigal son, you wandered away from your father's house. Please, no one moving. And this morning as you're sitting in this place, you realize that you've wandered away from God. You've just become fond of the things of God and you sense the presence of God calling you to come home, to give yourself to Jesus. The greatest miracle that happens is when Jesus touches your heart and removes the heart of stone and gives you a heart of flesh. The only one who can change you is Jesus. He changed Peter the first time. He changed Peter the second time. Then on the day of Pentecost, when the power of the Holy Ghost came upon Peter, he was changed forever. When the Spirit of God comes upon you, you will be changed into another man. You cannot go back to being Simon. You cannot live your life as a slave any longer. You are now free, a child of God, forgiven, justified, righteous, alive in God, a new creature because of what Jesus did for you. You're sitting here today, you say, preacher, I need Jesus. I need to get right with God. Following God is not a sure thing in my life, but I wanna change that today. Then I wanna pray for you right now. Every head bowed, people praying all over this place. You're not here by accident. You say, I need to get right with God. I wanna come back to Jesus. I wanna make my peace with Jesus today. Then I wanna pray for you. You don't have to leave this place as a Simon. You can be the Peter, the one that is forgiven and the one that is touched by the hand of God today. You say, Pastor, that's me. I need prayer. I wanna get right with God. If that's your desire, quietly while every head is bowed, right where you are, on the floor, on the ramps, wherever you are, whoever you are, no matter what you have done, God loves you this morning and He's calling you to come back to Him like Peter who jumped out of that boat. You're sitting here today, you say you're talking to me, I need to get right with God. If that's your desire, quietly, unashamedly, wherever you are, just slip your hand up quickly, I wanna pray for you. Raise it up high all over this place. Raise it up, raise it up, raise it up, raise it up. God bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Hands everywhere, God bless you, bless you, bless you. Don't wait for your friend, you lift your hand. Spirit of God is touching you. He's knocking at your heart. You don't wanna shut your heart when the Holy Ghost touches you. Cause no man can say Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. 
It's a beautiful thing when God touches your life. Many of you raised your hands. Maybe you've not yet raised your hand. Thank you up there. God bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. All over this place, down here, there, 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 there. There, God bless you, bless you, bless you. One more time up there, God bless you. One more time before I pray. You've not yet raised your hand. You say, Pastor, there's something happening in my spirit, in my heart. I know God's talking to me. I need to get right with God today in this place. I wanna give my life to Jesus. You've not yet raised your hand. Slip your hand up now, unashamedly, quickly in this place. Raise it up now. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you, bless you. Quickly, raise it up. There's a heaven to gain, there's a hell to shun. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. So many of you raised your hands. I would love to come to you and pray for you in your, in, in your seat. Look at me please for a moment. You know, but in the Bible, everyone Jesus called, He called publicly. Even Yuri calls Peter to do something. And Peter gets it, he jumps out of the boat. He doesn't wait for the boat to come to him, to, to, to come to the shore. He jumps out and he swims to Jesus. I'm gonna ask us all to stand, please. No one leaving the meeting now. This is a holy moment, please. All over this place, everybody stand. Many, many, many of you raised your hands. I want you right now to take your Bible in all our campuses, wherever you are, the Spirit of God is right there. In every venue, God has touched you. All over our churches this, today, if you raised your hands, you wanna give your life to Jesus. Maybe you brought a friend, you know that your love and your encouragement will bring your friend to Jesus. I want you right now to take your Bible, your personal belongings, whatever you brought to church unashamedly, leave your seat and walk to this altar right now. I wanna pray for you, come on. In the Name of Jesus, come on. Come Come on. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.